Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful, fantastic day today. It's raining monsoon down here in Florida today, so hopefully we're actually supposed to have a little bit of cold weather into the week, so we may actually have a Christmas that is below 80 degrees, which would be nice for once. <laughs> but... And other news as well, as you guys have probably seen now, the comments and topic that I brought up yesterday with the White House press release talking about the death winner and the ominous thing that whole was and the witchcraft that that was yesterday, um, it's gone very, very poorly on social media. Pretty much almost everybody on social media platforms, anybody in alternative media have absolutely eviscerated this type of behavior. Because, unfortunately, it's not acceptable whatsoever. This is not something we're supposed to be okay with. And, again, this is why it's so important that people continue to expose things for what they are. We're starting to see now, and we, we realize this is going to start occurring, and it's already done very aggressively over in Europe, where people are simply not allowed to go do things, not allowed to go to the store. I've gotten emails from people basically in Lithuania and Austria. Uh, we have listeners all over the world. And in some areas over there, it's absolutely full-blown tyrannical. I mean, you guys know in Austri Austria, they came in and basically said, if you're not injected, you're pretty much forced to stay in your home and quarantine. You can't go out but to get you know food on a certain day. Well, now we're starting to see that that's being removed even in Canada now. Viral footage came out of Canada and Toronto at Artscape Wickbook Barnes Farmer Market where a video of a man who tried to enter the farmer's market was refused entry because he would not produce his vaccine passport. And he says in the video, he says, I need proof of vaccination to get food. The woman working in the market says yes. And he goes, this is insane. This is segregation. He goes, you're segregating me and not letting me get food. Then a mass security guard came up and asked if he needed to call the police. The woman said yes, call the police. And they said, basically, you're trespassing on private property. You would not have a COVID passport. We're going to ask you to leave immediately or you're going to be trespass warned. And it basically kind of de-escalated from there because a business does have a right at the end of the day to trespass warn you if you basically are not leaving the property. Granted, I don't agree with any of this that's happening, but the sad part about it is is that these businesses are actually going along with enforcing it. That's the sick, sad part to me. Another video showed up in New York where a man, basically a protester, walked in to Patera Bread in Brooklyn, and uh, basically they asked to see his COVID passport, and he refused and said, absolutely not. I'm not showing you my passport, and uh, they called the cops on him. He ended up being arrested for refusing to leave the store for trespassing, and so I've told you guys this because I've gotten in these altercations repeatedly at some of the businesses down here in Florida over mask mandates back when they actually had it in Florida, and I've told you guys this. If you're somewhere and stuff starts to escalate, always remember you are on private property. And if you start escalating stuff and they ask you to leave and then they call law enforcement and law enforcement asks you to leave and you don't leave, they will arrest you. This is just part of private property and trespassing laws. I have the same right here at my office. If somebody comes in my office and is being belligerent and telling me how the whole staff needs to be injected, I can say, you need to leave the property immediately, bud. You're trespassing. And then if he doesn't, I have the right to call law enforcement and have him arrested for trespassing. And it goes both ways with that. The sad part about it is, is that these businesses are actually going along with these draconian measures and forcing people to show their medical papers. I talked to my brother, uh, my brother-in-law, Mark, yesterday. He came in. He flew in for the uh, Christmas last night. 
Lana went and picked him up, and I was talking to him last night about the stuff that had happened at his company and basically the harassment and intimidation that he went through with trying to get bullied into getting this injection. I've told you guys a story about that already and his religious exemption that went through flawlessly, so to speak. And he said what's happening now is apparently with the Sixth Circuit Court looks like it's going to upheld this whole thing with OSHA, but OSHA hasn't really determined yet whether or not they're going to enforce anything. This entire thing is all about confusion chaos and bringing in as much negative energy as possible. You have to understand that. I saw an article yesterday and I didn't believe the number at first. I thought no way. That's that there's no way. This is just this is some alternative media that got ahead of itself and didn't do its math and I was actually wrong. They were very accurate. And I looked at the numbers and I calculated them myself. I even went online and did the time calculator between dates and you may have seen this already. January 30th, 2020, that's the date, the official date that the WHO declared the outbreak of COVID-19 basically being a pandemic and it's centering in China and the whole Wuhan virus, you know, a whole, whole deal. January 30th is when it officially started all across the globe, and that's when they started to bring the numbers out, and that's when they officially stated. That's when COVID started. Well, it's interesting about this, and I said this a couple weeks ago, and you guys remember this, the whole Omicron thing now. Oh, you can't you can't go anywhere because of Omicron, the transformer virus. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that now. You need new booster shots. This whole Omicron thing has been the second phase of COVID and is charting to show everybody how far they're willing to go. Well, the day that they declared the classification of Omicron B11529 variant was November 26, 2021. So do the math real quick. January 30th, the WHO declares the basically pandemic of COVID. November 26, 2021, the classification of Omicron. Now, do you think that it's remotely coincidental that the the time between those two dates is exactly 666 days? Not joking. You can do the math on it. January 30th, 2020 to November 26, 2021. Very specific, clear-cut dates, very specific time frame, 666 days. I've told you this before. This whole thing has showed very, very, very much how occultish the entire groups are that are running this, all the way from the six-foot distancing to the sixes on the doors and the floors and the walls and the registers and everywhere you went, there's sixes everywhere, to now we're showing that beginning of covid to now this omnicron's been 666 and if you look back remember i've told you guys this and i'm not saying that's what this is but what i'm saying is they're being very clear cut and candid about where this is headed when you pull up revelations 13 chapter 13 when you go into verse 16 it says it forced all people great and small rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead so they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark the mark was the name of the beast or the number of its name let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and that number is six 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 so again I'm not saying Omnicron or any of this weird stuff is this. What I'm saying is they're making it very, very, very clear that it is at the very least leading up to that, and they're giving everybody very ample heads up. This is where this is going. This is where they're taking it. It's not coincidental. We're seeing people in New York, in Canada, in California, in Europe being completely forced the ability to even buy food for their family now unless they have this COVID passport. This is going to escalate further and further the longer people continue to comply and people submit and people essentially give their consent 
to what's going on now. So again, I want to give everybody a heads up on that. You do your own research on it. You make your own decision. But as far as I'm concerned, this thing is getting very, very dark very quickly, and they're letting us know very, very fast what their plan is and how they're trying to push it, Dad. What do you think? Well, I like you. I haven't done the math on that, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me. There's a book that had come out of several years ago. It was the most dangerous book in the world. 9-11 is a mass human sacrificial ritual, same as Dresden was. And we see this theme repeated over and over and over again with the bloodletting and the killing of the humans and the changing of the guards, so to speak, and all of these Kabbalists with their gematria. You know, their letters and numbers and all the things they do. And now I see Christians getting involved in that as far as what the numbers mean and what the letters mean. And this is all part of the Zohar. It's all part of the Kabbalah. It's all Luciferian. It's all part of the group that runs the New World Order, including Donald Trump is one of their pawns. I've told you that repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly. Uh, there's an interesting thing now that's come out that's showing from Leo Holman that basically uh, Donald Trump is still pushing the COVID narrative, still pushing the kill shots along with Bill O'Reilly. You know, two of the top lackeys of the New World Masonic Order. I mean, just on and on and on. It never ends. It's the same group. That's why I always keep the focus on that group where most talk shows don't because it turns into, like you said, Austin, a dark spiritual matter. And, and I, I want to share a couple things with you real quick. I had a friend of mine, John, who's a roofer up in Georgia, and he said this when he saw He sent me the video this morning. I posted it from Leo Homan on basically Trump doubles down on the death shot. And then John wrote in there, he said, I'm sure you've seen this. Trump and O'Reilly are liars, and they have their placement in the New World Order. And I said, yes, at that level, it's almost 100% compromised. And he said, agreed. And I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to quote him. I'm going to quote John because John's dead on. He said, you and I have discussed Trump being the Trojan horse years ago, and he is the Trojan horse. And now those who believed in QAnon, those who have not had their eyes to see or their ears to hear will vote for him again, leading to their own demise. You know, Otto Kahn was right. They do own both sides of the narrative until that one day when every tongue will confess and every knee will bow that Jesus Christ is the one true king and there is no other. Thank you again for the time you spent preparing your program. The name Rothschild is brought up more and more, and you are the first. Stay the course, preacher, and stay frosty as well. Now, here's the thing about this. is We've got to understand, and I've talked about this, and for some reason it seems to miss the narrative, Catherine Austin Fitz was on with a dark journalist a few days ago, and it was posted again, and she said it's the international bankers that are controlling everything. They're the ones who brought us the COVID. You know, remember, this thing has a 99.99% you know, survival rate if you're taking supplements and you're not over the age of 65 with comorbidities. Now, if you've got heart disease or diabetes or cancer or you're obese <laughs> – you know, you can kiss yourself goodbye sometimes and bend over and kiss your butt goodbye with this thing if you don't have the right supplements. And I'm just telling you, you know, we've seen so many people die. So many of my friends have died who've had health issues, and they come down with this virus, and it basically attacks them. A lot of this is from the viral shedding. A lot of them have had the kill shot vaccine. And this, again, is a giant eugenics protocol to destroy the demographics of the once great United States to bring in their new world order. Over in Belgium now, more than half the babies that were born last year were born of mothers from another country. And this is all part of Cloward and Piven. It's all part of the Kabbalists and what they teach and what they did with the Frankfurt School back in the 30s, which nobody else seems to want to talk about. And now the Governor DeSantis is talking about the Frankfurt School and bringing in their new world order and breaking, basically breaking down the very fabric of the society of the United States. 
And you mind me well and you listen to me on this one, guys, because this is really important. And listen to what I say. I'm not telling you to do what I'm telling you to do, but I'm telling you this. This group is going to destroy the United States, the fabric of our society, if we do not try to stop this unbridled immigration coming into the United States, if there's still time. The problem they're running into now, about 45% of the Hispanics that are coming into the United States and are here right now have awakened to what's going on with this woke agenda. And here's the thing. In most cases, the Hispanics are pretty macho. They really are. And they believe in Jesus. Most of them are Catholics. But, he, and, but they, here's what they don't like. They don't like this gay stuff. They don't like, you know, men being girly men, girly men and being told what to do, you know, you know, by the new world order and being sissified. They don't like that. A lot of these guys are pretty macho and they're shifting away from this new world order mantra and shifting back to conservative values because they don't like the woke agenda of the transgenders and the gays and the lesbians and all these other weird things they're promoting to them. They're saying, wait a minute. We don't like this. So when you force them to choose between the new world order with transgenders and basically being a conservative and wanting the United States to maintain its status as a world power, as a conservative nation, as it once was, they vote for the latter. They vote for the conservative nation because they, they don't want to be in a situation where they're going to turn their own country into the hellhole they left if their new country is the United States of America. They don't want to live like that. They remember eating out of the garbage dumps. They remember the hyperinflation. They remember Operation Condor in South America and what it did. That's what they've done. They've come into us, and they've done this to us. And they're kind of trying to destroy the demographics. Because if the nation on the hill, the United States, as we were seen many by many, many countries throughout the world, as the un only place that we had freedom from this Kabbalist nonsense they've pushed to us and this control they've done to us, if the United States is taken off the hill and destroyed, where are the other nations of the earth going to turn? And this is what they learned through the Frankfurt School in 33. They cannot bring in their new world order as long as the United States was the beacon, the place where everybody wanted to go, where the Statue of Liberty shone. And people came into New York Harbor and they said, now we have freedom. Now we have the ability to do whatever we want to do in the United States of America, one nation under God. I consider that to be God of Abraham, Isaac, and Moses, by the way, the great I am. Guys, we need to understand this, that we are the last bastion of hope for a world that is quickly evolving into a Kabbalist old world order. That's what they want. Now, I'm going to read you this again, this article that was written by Jonas Alexis and how these bankers unveil their method of control. Because I've read this to you several times and. I'm the only show that I know of that's actually read this and talked about this and who these people are. And this is a uh, speech that was delivered at the benign birth in 1902. This is the Jewish Kabbalist Masonic Lodge, quite frankly, is what this is. This In 1902, Solomon Ehrman, a Viennese individual, envisioned a future in which all mankind will have been converted and taken over to the Kabbalist rhetoric and joined in union with benign birth. <laughs> and then when that happens, all but this, this will, this entire new world order will have taken place. Barack Levy, one of Karl Marx's correspondents, agreed with Ehrman. And Levy basically said that once the sons of Israel, this is through the new world order and through the Kabbalah, 
and through the Zohar become their own messiahs, they will eventually become the ruling element without opposition. At this point, the promise of the Zohar, the Talmud, will be fulfilled, that when the Messianic Epoch have arrived, these Kabbalists will control the wealth of all of the nations on earth. And you got to realize this is where they want to take this. This is who they are. Another article, this article continues, part of it's the secondary part of the article says, in a candid moment before World War One, Kuhn Lieb partner Otto Kahn. Kuhn Lieb was one of the founding members of the Federal Reserve Bank here in the United States. The Kuhn Lieb partner Otto Kahn, this is who John talked about, explained that these Kabbalistic bankers remake the world by creating artificial conflicts and determining the outcome. Remember, these guys are Masonic Lodge people. They include the wars, the Cold Wars, the World Wars, the War on, ter- war on Terror. I will mention also the war on cancer, not to mention the phony left-right divide that holds America in a gridlock, which is these people basically who have followed Trump into the abyss. Otto Kahn was a partner of Jacob Schiff and Paul Warburg in America's most influential banking home of Kuhn Lieb. That's K-U-H-N-L-O-E-B. Thus, it is worth recalling what Otto Kahn said about this Illuminati Masonic Kabbalist strategy. In his book, Geneva versus Peace, De Comte de Saint-Allure, who was the French ambassador to London from 1920 to 1924, recalled the dinner conversation with Otto Kahn, which took place shortly after World War I, with the forming of the League of Nations, with the, with the Versailles Treaty, with the destruction of Germany, with causing Germany to basically become unbelievably anti-Semitic, forcing the formation of Israel just a few years later. Asked why the bankers would back Bolshevism, which is communism, a system that's supposedly against private ownership, Khan, quote, tugged on his enormous cigar and explained that the bankers create apparent opposites to remake the world according to their specifications. Quote, you say that Marxism is the very antithesis of capitalism, which is equally sacred to us. It is precisely for this reason they are direct opposites to one another, that they put into our hands the two poles of this planet and allow us to be its axis. These are the two contraries. Like Bolshevism and ourselves find their identity basically in this communist world. These two opposites meet again in the identity of their purpose and in the end by remaking of the world from above and the control of riches and from below by revolution. Our mission consists in promulgating the new law and creating a God. It's not our God. It's not the God of Abraham, but a God. That is to say, in purifying the idea of God and realizing it when its time shall come, which shall purify the identity in which the nation of Israel, through Zionism, which is what he's talking about, and through the formation of Israel, has become its own Messiah, the advent of it will be facilitated in the final triumph of Israel to create a new world order controlled out of Tel Aviv, I'm adding this, under the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court of Israel. Guys, I, I, I'm not making this stuff up. It always goes back down to these guys. This, he goes on to say our essential dynamism makes use of the forces of the destruction and the forces of creation, but uses the first to nourish the second. Our organization for revolution is evidenced by the destructive Bolshevism and for the construction of the League of Nations, which is also our work. 
Bolshevism is the accelerator and the League of Nations is the brake on the mechanism of which we will supply both the motive force and the guiding power. Wow, guys. I mean, why will nobody else talk about this? You know, and what we have here, and this is, it concludes with this, we are finding ourselves in the final stages of a long-term operation by these banksters who run the New World Order through their international banking houses, including Russia and Putin, who are also pushing the kill shot. I'm adding that. And China, who is also pushing the kill shot. All of these countries have central banks that are controlled by these Kabbalists. And he goes on to say, I'm going to read it again. We're in the final stages of a long-term operation by these banksters and their Masonic lackeys to erect a world police state and to control us by fraud and by force, which the narrative now of the COVID and forcing people to take the mark or take the injection in order to buy food has come. This has been achieved by a contrived dialectical process best, best exemplified by World War II and the Cold War, where they fabricated and financed both the United States and Russia as adversaries. Domestically, the satanic dialectic is mirrored by George Soros, who funds the left, and the Koch brothers, who fund and control the right. And now they've added Donald Trump in to control and fund the right. Both are part of the bankster cult. Donald Trump was paid out of the bankster cult by Wilbur Ross in 1989 when they bought him out of bankruptcy for billions of dollars. And you can bet the funding extends to the media through ownership, through advertising, through the ownership of BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. It extends to the universities, to the foundations, and to the think tanks. This was pushed on us in 1933, which was a think tank, which was basically brought in here through the Frankfurt School. Mass protests like they had a few years ago with Occupy Wall Street are part of this false dialectic controlled by both sides of the narrative. These people would be real if they talked about nationalizing the Fed, the creation of debt-free currency, disowning the portion of the national debt that was created by book entry by these Kabbalist Luciferian bankers, an independent investigation of 9-11 and the prosecution of those responsible for the attack and the cover-up. I add to that an independent investigation of the true causes of the COVID kill shot and the true reasons that is being used and the true causes of the Wuhan death virus, which was used as gain of function to reduce the population of the planet to bring in a new world order. Basically, all national political campaigns need to be publicly funded for the price you know, of one battle cruiser. We could have a real democracy in which we could have the people in the United States who were the real patriots running for office. Media monopolies have to be broken up. NATO, the Rothschild interventions must be stopped as popular resistance as what we need to realize is that we need to have a people that are going to resist all over the world like we're doing right now with the Ted and Austin Brower show. Guys, unless we point out what Jonas Alexis pointed out in this article, which I posted this entire article in its entirety on the Health Masters website now. If you want to read it and understand who these clowns are and what they're doing, whoever controls the gold controls the country. Whoever controls the money production controls the country. Whoever controls the issuance of debt and currency production controls the country. These people are completely against Jesus Christ, the one true God, the one true Messiah. They hate Christ. They have an atavistic hatred of Jesus because they know it's through him that all things are possible and that through him all things are held together. They understand that. They really do. And we have to get this through our collective skulls that without Christ, there is no hope. He is the one who destroyed their old world order. That's why they hate him so much. They want all the sick perversion out there with all the pornography and all the filth 
and the transgenderism to basically promote their hermaphroditic God, Einsoff. That's who they are. That's the group. And we need to realize is this Christmas season, this Christmas celebration of 2021 is upon us. We need to all open our hearts and minds before Jesus Christ, our Savior, who was born in a manger. And just as the choirs of angels and the homage of the Magi united with the simple adoration of the shepherds, we need to have our commitment to a moral rebirth of the United States of America as one nation under the Most High God, the Father of Jesus Christ. And we will have the blessing of our Lord and to gather those through Jesus will be elected to govern this nation and allow all those in leadership to commit their lives to doing the work of Christ. That's where we are in this holiday season. We need to understand who Christ is, that through him all things are held together as we celebrate his birth in a few days. We need to understand something, guys. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would not be on the show today. If it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be here. They would still be hanging people on crosses in ancient Rome and gladiatorial combat to the death. That's true, isn't it? They're bringing that back, aren't they? Gladiatorial combat via forced kill injections so you can eat and buy food for your family. That's where we found ourselves. And if we don't wake up and understand that Donald Trump is not our savior, he's still promoting the kill shot. Donald Trump is not who he said he was. He fooled all of us, including me and Austin, back in 2015. Not anymore. We have to keep our hearts and minds in Christ, for he is the answer. He is the perfecter. And he's the only hope we have on this country and the only hope we have on this entire planet of coming back against this new world order nonsense. Guys, I love you, but we got to keep our eyes on Jesus right now, especially this holiday season. When people talk to you and they say, we don't know what to do, say our hope is in Jesus. Tell them that. Well, that sounds like I'm some kind of religious nut. I'm some kind of weirdo. Who cares at this point if someone thinks that you're a committed Christian. I told you years ago when I was committed to Christ and I became a Christian back in 79, one of the teacher's assistants who was working on her doctorate in psychology um, came up to me in a hallway. And she's a real, real pretty girl. Her name was Cindy. And she says to me, says, say, say it ain't true. Say it ain't so. I said, say ain't what ain't so. She goes, tell me that you're not a Jesus freak. And I looked at her. I said, yeah, you can pretty much guarantee I am a Jesus freak. If you want to call me that, I believe in the most high God and his son. Guys, listen to me. Stand firm in your faith. Talk to people about Christ. The other night I had somebody come over to the house. I didn't know another person was brought with a friend, which I have no problem with. He was a nice guy. And he was talking to me about the new world order and all the other things we were talking about. I kept talking to him about Jesus. Why? Because without Christ, there is no hope. Always keep your hearts and minds focused Read your Bible. Read your New Testament. Start with the book of John. Read the book of Acts. Understand who Christ was. He came to create a blood covenant for you to the Most High God. So you could boldly enter the throne room and go to God and pray. They're so scared of prayer, this New World Order weirdo group. That's why they've come into the churches and basically turned them into a bunch of name it, blame it, blab it, grab it, weirdo cults. No, that's not, that's not who Christianity That's not what Christianity is. That's not who Jesus is. And that's not why Christ came. Christ came to deliver us from the evil one to set us free and allow us to have that relationship with him to the most high God. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You have to continue 
to look at what's happening and continue to talk about it. And it's exactly like you just said. You know, I was very disappointed. I saw that uh, rally Trump did the other day, and he basically is bragging about, you know, we saved tens of millions of lives with this shot, and he basically compares it to the Spanish flu and how he's the one who got the vaccine in place. And I'm sitting there going, dude, why would you possibly even want to brag about this? Have you not looked at the VAERS reporting system? And the fact of the matter is he probably has. He knows what's happened with it. But again, once you realize that almost everything is scripted theater, for the most part, in politics, they're told what to say. They're told what topics to hit. And they're told if they continue to do those things, they'll continue to stay in the limelight and they'll continue to get their funding. They'll continue to keep doing what they're going to do. Whenever you start having to be beholden to these banks and they control you and they have strings attached to you and they have all types of dirty little things on you, you know what? At the end of the day, you pretty much they're slave Dubois because if they want to ruin you, they're going to ruin you. And I personally think that's a lot what happened with Trump in the beginning. I think personally at the very beginning, Trump really thought he was going to get up on the stage of being the president. He was going to do something. He was going to make America great. And he had basically kind of been thrusted into that role and given the nod. And then he started running his mouth and talking about stuff and doing things at first that he wasn't supposed to be doing. And I think that's why they completely and totally eviscerated him and basically shook him down real fast. And then all of a sudden it turned from, okay, well, now I'm not really here to do what I'm going to do. Now I'm going to start doing things like promoting red flag gun laws, and I'm going to instruct the ATF actually rewrite 1934 gun law so they can reclassify a bump fire stock that has no mechanism on the trigger system and make it a machine gun and give ATF that green light. I mean, that that right there, I told you guys repeatedly, that right there was one of the most egregious things he did besides Operation Warp Speed, and so many patriots – just discounted it and said, oh, well, it, it is what it is. He's doing this and he's doing that, guys. When you start going in and giving ATF the ability to do anything, that is one of the most corrupt, rogue agencies that's ever been inside the continental United States. They are absolutely horrific of, a, of an organization. They are unbelievably compromised, and there's no legitimate constitutional reason for them to even exist. The FBI could handle any of the issues that they handle. But you got to remember, you got to constantly have a boogeyman, an alphabet agency behind the scenes that can do the dirty work of the deep state, and that's exactly what we've seen now repeatedly. Also, to another news, this is interesting. Remember a little bit ago I was playing, I was talking about Austria well, Austria has taken this step further now. As you guys know, they've said by September, excuse me, by February uh, 1st, that if you have not been injected, you're going to be fined $8,000 or 7,200 euros and face up to 12 month jail sentence. Not joking. I've talked about this repeatedly on the show. You guys can look it up. Well, now Austria apparently doesn't know how to enforce this as well as possible. So, they are now putting out – the Austrian government is now putting out a roster to hire people to hunt down vaccine refusers. Kid you not, it's published by the Blick. The burden for enforcing the fines on unjab Austrians will have to pay as part of their punishment will fall on their employers, necessitating a new army of inspectors now to ensure the process is running smoothly. The city of Linz, which is home to 20, excuse me, 200,000 residents, has a relatively low injection rate of around 60%. In response, Linz is now putting out an ad to hire people who are going to hunt down vaccine refusers, reports Swiss news outlet Blick. The role of the inspectors will be to check on whether those who do not get vaccinated actually pay their fines and are forced basically over to law enforcement investigation. The vaccine hunters will receive a wage of 2,774 euros, which will be paid 
paid seven or excuse me, fourteen times a year, make an annual income of thirty-eight thousand euros per year. So they're literally going to pay people a little over $40,000 a year to be good little snitch rats, to follow people around and see whether or not they've been injected. I'm not joking. Now, it's interesting about this. They're saying that the job will also include basically highlighting and processing appeals and notifying law enforcement who has and hasn't had their shot. What? Are you kidding me right now? Austria just announced essentially in this city that they are going to be building a new Gestapo branch of the brown shirts that are going to be following around and forcing the unbelievably sadistic Nazi-like requirements of having to show your papers to simply walk into a store and buy food. And if you don't have your papers, you're going to be fined and jailed and imprisoned. Yes, guys, that is where this is headed right now. You can't make this stuff up. You still think this is about your health? You still think this is about public safety? You still think this is about slowing the curve? (laughs) That whole lie from the very beginning? No. It's very clear where they're taking this right now. And in countries like Austria and Australia and Lithuania, it's becoming very, very clear this is not going to stop at all. This is intentionally trying to incite a civil conflict in a lot of these countries. I'm telling you, that's where they're trying to take this right now. They're trying to push the the healthy, the healthy, strong group into a corner that there is no backing out of anymore. And the only thing to do is to fight forward. That's what they're intentionally doing right now. They're seeing how far they can push the narrative, and they're doing it all under the name of public safety and science. So if you don't listen, well, it's science. They have done one of the most effective propaganda pieces we have ever seen in recorded history. We have. I mean, this has been one of the most effective propaganda pieces we've ever seen, and they've used it through fear and loathing and getting people along board because they do not have the wherewithal to ask questions. And they've simply told people, if you ask questions, you're an anti-vaxxer. If you don't believe the narrative, you're anti-science. If you question anything we say, you're automatically racist. Clear? Are the guidelines clear now? People go, okay, yes, 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 yes. I won't say anything. That's what they've done, and that's why it's so important, as Dad just said. You have to continue to get the truth out there, and more people that I'm talking to are really starting to wake up, in my opinion, as we're seeing so many clowns in the New World Order overplay their hand. I saw the airline CEO, Michael O'Leary, the CEO of Ryanair, has now declared anyone that remains unvaccinated should be completely cut off from society. Oh, yeah. He put this out, reported in the Telegraph. He said, and I quote, if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't be allowed in a hospital. You shouldn't be allowed to fly and you shouldn't be allowed on the London underground and you shouldn't be allowed in a supermarket or your pharmacy either. You can sit at home, stay at home, get your deliveries of medicine and food, but you should not be able to go out to work or go on any public transportation unless you have a vaccine certification. Wow. Man, I just feel like last year it was, you know, oh, Two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, just a month lockdown. Oh, we just need to wear masks for a month. Oh, we just need to social distance and contact trace when we're out. Oh, we just need to wear the mask for three more months. Oh, well, there's an injection coming now. Oh, when you get the injection, you don't have to wear the mask and everything will go back to normal. Oh, wait, the injection didn't work. You have to wear a mask again. Oh, wait, the injection and the mask still doesn't work. Now you got to get your booster shot. Oh, the booster shot doesn't work that well. So now we need the fourth booster shot. You still have to wear a mask, and everybody needs to test every single day, even though they're not symptomatic. 
oh, now you can't even go out in public without basically having your passport. Oh, you're not allowed to buy food. You're not allowed to socialize. You're not allowed to have any type of legitimate life unless you show your injection papers. Oh, and that's right. Your injection papers aren't up to date unless you've had your fourth booster shot now. Anybody else see the irony here that this isn't going to stop? <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's. I mean, let, let's just do some simple deductive reasoning here. It's not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to feel to understand where this is going. And the same thing now. What they're doing is they're ramping up the testing. They're intentionally getting everybody to go out and test, 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 test. Oh, they have the Omicron now. Gotta get out of here. Why is it that almost everybody that's testing positive is completely and totally fully vaccinated? Why are people going out and standing in line to go test when they're fully healthy? I, I still haven't understand that concept. I have not taken a COVID test on one single time, not one single time, and I will not, and I refuse to take one because, A, I'm not going to put myself in a database. B, why am I taking a test for something that I don't have if I'm perfectly healthy? I've never understood this concept with people that are completely healthy, super strong, no symptoms, and they're standing in line to have a rod shoved up to their brain so their DNA can be collected and sent off to a lab to tell them that they're healthy or they're not healthy. When's the last time you saw people lining up outside of Walgreens on the side of the road to get tested for the flu? Hmm? When's the last time you saw perfectly healthy people standing in parking lots to get tested for strep throat or mono? When's the last time you saw people standing out in the parking lot to get tested for tuberculosis and hepatitis? Um, answer, you never have. Because if you are symptomatic, you're going to show symptoms because you are sick and you're going to go to the hospital because you are sick. You're not going to be driving around with a mask on your face and go, oh, I need to stop and test again real quick. I haven't tested since yesterday. It's becoming an addictive cult. People are actually being addicted now to the dopamine of waiting for their test results. Oh, am I, am I positive? Am I negative? Oh, man. Oh, man. Raise my hands together. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what's the, what's the verdict going to be? Oh, you're negative. Oh, oh okay. Well, all right. I'm negative today. We'll do this all again tomorrow. Let's Let's go home. Let's put my groceries away. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to watch CNN. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to test again. We're going to see what's going to happen. I'm not kidding you guys. From a psychological standpoint, this is what's happening now. It's like waiting for the results of a math test you took. You're sitting there. You've got this whole trigger now. People are actually getting addicted to this testing every single day, and they're becoming a way of life. This is why bobblehead Fauci came out and said, everybody needs to test on Christmas morning. They're getting people adapted and basically just completely and totally disconnected with reality with this whole constant testing, constant testing. They're now saying the Biden administration's plans to distribute another 500 million tests as the Omicron variant spreads. First off, has anybody done the math on who owns Almost all these testing systems now that are actually being pushed out by the federal government. Yes, you named him Bill Gates. He's the one who bought in. George Soros, multiple of these guys have bought into the companies that basically are doing all the testing now for the U.S. government. Hundreds of millions of dollars now globally have been generated. Hundreds of millions of dollars just in tests alone from being sold. I mean, think about it. 500 million tests are being circulated out. How much do those tests cost when they send them out? Oh, I guarantee you they're a couple bucks a piece at the bare minimum. Do the math. And now all of a sudden you start getting the billions of dollars just in tests. This is what they're doing. 
this is why they're doing it, and understand and don't fall prey to what their game is. This is why I'm bringing this up on a regular basis, and I encourage people, use your brain that God gave you and use your immune system that God gave you. Keep it strong. Keep it vigilant. Keep your nutrients where they need to be in your body, the immune system supplements, the vitamin C, the D3, staying off large amounts of sugar on a regular basis, staying away from basically foods that you know are going to be toxic to you, like Red 40, like hydrogenated oil, like uh, like Splenda, aspartame. Keep your body clean and as healthy as you possibly can right now. And please continue to exercise if you can physically do it. You don't have to go in and be a gym rat and train five, six days a week for two, three hours at a time. Quite frankly, that's not really even that healthy anyways, unless you're trying to do something for a competition. But again, Stay strong. Keep your body strong. Even if it's just going out and starting to go out for a walk, even if it's just getting on an elliptical or a stationary bike in your house, doing something and keeping your body active. Because remember, your blood circulation, your lymphatic system, all those things circular are basically circulate around your immune system. Keeping your blood clean, keeping adequate water and hydration. That's why I tell people you need to drink at least half your body weight in fluid ounces of purified water every day. If you weigh 200 pounds, you need to be drinking at least 100 ounces of water a day. You've got to keep your body cleaned out and circulated out. You've got to keep the toxins flushed out. It's so crucial. What do you think, Dad? Well, I think water is one of the most important things we need to put into our system, and it needs to be distilled to reverse osmosis, period, nothing else, because you've got to get the fluoride. You've got to get the chemicals. You've got to get the, the ground contaminants. You've got to get the pesticides and the herbicides out of it. It's really important. I, I don't even know how to be any more direct. If you're going to do anything as far as your health, you start on distilled water or RO water. And I don't buy distilled water in the grocery store in plastic because it's such a solvent. It's so pure. It'll have that plastic. That plastic will leach into the water, make the water taste bad. And then it's no longer healthy because it's no longer distilled. It's got plastic in it. But you can get a distiller from Health Masters. We've got some good distillers, and you can get those, and they're still in inventory. They're still in stock. And you can order those, start making your own water. Once you get hooked on distilled water, you won't go back. It's that good. And if you don't want to do distilled water, then do reverse osmosis waters. Make sure that your membranes and your filters stay clean. But the single most important thing to do is the water. And, and of course, avoiding all the toxins of the food. Avoid pork. Pork really dumps the immune system into a hole. It really does. And it'll, if, you, if you want to get your immune system you know, in a situation where it's really compromised, eat pork. And if you really want to do it with really compromised, eat pork that contains sodium nitrite like bacon. And, you know, and ham. Gosh, don't eat that stuff. Don't, don't do the Christmas ham. Do a Christmas turkey. Heck, do a Christmas beef roast. But don't, don't do pork. It's just, it's just nasty, nasty, nasty meat. And it's just something that you don't want to put into your bodies. The Bible forbids it. It's not because God, God's trying to, you know, torment us by not letting us eat pork. He's trying to keep us healthy by not eating pork and eating clean foods. It's really important that we understand that. And one other thing I was listening to Austin talk at the beginning of his last segment, he was talking about how we have basically had this group of people that have brainwashed us through the media, which they control, you know, into believing in this new world order and this new type of variant and how the people in the United States are basically still sheeple. They still don't believe the truth. They don't even realize that they're injecting themselves with stuff that will kill them and destroy their immune systems and compromise them and force them to be addicted to these injections from now on because they're compromised immune systems. It's going to be awful what's going to happen this fall right now and what's going to happen this winter. It is. I warned you about this, you know, a year and a half ago when they started injecting us with this mess and how many people are going to have compromised immune systems that are going to basically die because their immune systems can't fight this virus. Remember what Dr. Lee Merritt said. She said in one study that was done, the cats and the ferrets, when they were injected with a spike protein 
you know, well, you can't call it, you, you, you can't call it a vaccine. That's when they were injected with a spike protein to produce spike proteins, when they were exposed to the real coronavirus in the wild, they all died. All the cats and all the ferrets died because they couldn't produce antibodies against it because their body thought it was naturally occurring in nature. But what they'll do, and they continue to do this, they're going to blame it on the unvaxxed. I can't even believe they can even push that narrative anymore. And they're going to blame it on this new virus, the virulent variant, which they say has like a, almost no death rate whatsoever. But people are going to be dropping dead this winter now, right now in front of us, all over the country because of the vaccine and the shot and what it's done to their immune systems. And they're going to blame it all on the on the Omicron. And they, once Omicron's run, they're going to do it on the Sierra or the or the Tango or the Zulu or the Umbrella variant or the Alpha, Beta, Charlie. It doesn't make any difference. It's what they're going to do. They're going to keep naming different variants and keep the fear porn going as long as people are willing to do it. Now, here's one of the reasons that this has not this 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 continual group acceptance is being pushed on the ADL. Listen to me. I, I mean, pushed by the ADL. Back about, oh, I guess, 100 years ago when they formed the Anti-Jewish Defamation League, which has now been turned to the Anti-Defamation League, they started pushing the narrative that if you said something against Israel or you said something about the Jewish people or you said anything, that you were an anti-Semite and you were a bigot and you were a racist. And then after that narrative basically started to, to take hold and people stopped talking about the Jews as a nation or Jews as an individual or whatever, then they changed it to the Anti-Defamation League. Now, it'd be the same thing. If you don't like Russians and you think that the Russians were involved in the Cold War and everything's anti-Russian, anti-Russian, which it was in the 70s. Listen to me, friends. When the Cold War started with Khrushchev and all the rest of it with the Cuban Missile Crisis, it was all Russian, anti-Russian, anti-Russian. During World War II, it was all anti-Japanese, anti-Japanese, anti-Japanese. For some reason, this new world order likes to pick certain groups of people out to basically chastise globally. And they've always done this. Now it's the anti-Chinese. Now it's the pro-Chinese. Now it's the Wuhan death shot. All this crazy stuff they come out with, the Chinese virus, all of it. They stigmatize people and individuals, but the Jewish folks are pretty smart. I got to give them that. They started to realize that they had to find a way to stop people talking about the international bankers, which is the main reason that the ADL was formed. This is to basically not let you think about what they're doing to you as far as from a Jewish standpoint. Now I'm going to say something here. The Bible says these people claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are of the synagogue of Satan. Always remember that. The vast majority of the Jews in the United States, though they are not saved, they do not worship Jesus Christ. And as far as I'm concerned, they are not going to heaven. As far as the Bible is concerned, they are not going to heaven. They're not on a, under a separate covenant with God. The old covenant was done away with because Christ came. It says that in the book of Hebrews. And we got to understand something. We can't allow ourselves to be directed as to what our thought's going to be, which is what they've been doing now for a 100 years. They really have. If there was anti-German sentiment all over the country during World War I even though Germany didn't start World War One, And Germany was forced to pay all these war reparations from the Versailles Treaty and lose about a quarter of their country, basically as war debt, to basically cause all of this anti-German sentiment to be realized in the United States and the world. This is what it is. It's what they've always done. And what they've done, because this ADL has conditioned us, it really has, they basically have gotten themselves into the churches through Zionism, through the Schofield Reference Bible, and now the churches won't say anything bad about Israel or What's going on in Israel is going to be a world head against Christianity, against any other religion besides the Kabbalah. They, what they, so what they did is they infiltrated the churches. 
So if you say anything about Israel doing something wrong, you're cursed. It's a lie. It doesn't say that. It's, it's crazy what, what it says. And then it says, so, so what these churches are doing is they won't call out the New World Order. They won't call out the international bankers. They won't call out the Rothschilds because they've been told that if they do, they're going to be under a curse. I like what Chuck Baldwin says about this because he's really good at this and talking about this. He said, since we started basically promoting the Israeli doctrine of Zionism in our churches, has our church and our, has our country gotten better in the last 70 years? Well, no. The last 70 years has been the largest degradation. Have we, have we been blessed as a country? It's been the largest degradation of the moral values of the United States because we've shifted into the Talmud, into the Zohar, and now we have witches running around everywhere. We have abortion running around everywhere. We have pedophilia running around everywhere, which all are endorsed by the Talmud. So all of these things that we started promoting because of the ADL we didn't want to call out anymore – have come to pass and have basically destroyed the culture integrity of the United States of America. These Kabbalists, these Luciferians, this synagogue of Satan, are the ones who started the Frankfurt School. you got to remember that, guys. It's all a communist think tank on how to destroy the United States of America and to destroy the culture of the United States of America that was based on Christianity. This group control dynamics is what this is doing. It's controlling the group thing, forcing group acceptance. It's creating herd mentality. Okay, we've got to all be in the same herd. No, our only herd that we need to be involved in, if you want to call it that, is the body of Christ. It's, the mo it's in service of the Most High God through Jesus. Not accepting some other country for all the weird stuff they're involved in and what they do. You know, it creates normalcy bias when they do this to us. And the only way to get, these, get past this is that we have to have a paradigm shift. And, you know, remember, these people that have been conditioned by the anti-defamation leagues, they've told us, basically, you've got to accept gays. You've got to accept, you know, homosexuals. You've got to accept lesbians. You've got to accept transgenders. All of these people have to be accepted because it's part of our new way of thinking. And they've infiltrated the pastors and the patriots and the elected officials to believe this stuff. And they're so afraid because this ADL, through the same Kabbalist network, the same Masonic lackey network, controls all the media. And so when you say something in D.C., if you're an elected official, that's not what it's supposed to be, they slam you. What did they do with Trump? Last week, you know, Donald Trump got slammed by the ADL. That's who slammed him last week. I posted it on the Health Masters website because he said something about Israel controlling both houses of Congress, which is true, by the way. But you, know, you can't say that. But just, I just did. James Traffigan said he got all kinds of trouble in him in prison. And what we have to understand is, is this group, the same group that we bring it to the current day, that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, who's on trial right now, used these young girls to basically blackmail all of these politicians. They were Mossad agents from Israel. What have you heard that mentioned at the trial? This is the group that runs the planet. It's the Kabbalists. It's not the Jews. It's the synagogue of Satan. It's the Luciferians. It's not the Russians. It's not the Chinese. It's not the Christians. It's the synagogue of Satan that runs the planet through the ancient Canaanite religions. And we get that. And, it, and the light bulb snaps on. We go, whoa, I see it now. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. I'm just letting you know that. If I made any sense today whatsoever, once you see it and see what's going on, you can't unsee it. That's why Catherine Austin fits in this latest interview she did. And she said with a dark journalist, the international bankers are doing all of this because they want their one world satanic, Luciferian, anti-Christian new world order. That's what they want. And they're using everything they can to control group dynamics and group thing. The problem they've run into 
is our Second Amendment. And the problem they've run into are the committed Christians who love Jesus in the United States who don't want to be part of the New World Order and part of that group herd mentality that Satanism is good and transgenders are okay and all of this weird stuff they promote or promoting needs to be implemented into our country and our country needs to be destroyed. Like this giant subdivision that's going in behind us over here that's all Hispanic, and I have nothing against Hispanics. I think they're great people. They love Jesus. A lot of them are good, hard, strong Christians. But they bring these guys in from South America, and they give them homes. It's like Klaus Schwab said. He's part of this. He's a front guy, like Bill Gates is, like Bezos is, you know, like Epstein was. They're used. Epstein was promoted as a billionaire. He wasn't a billionaire. Is Trump really a billionaire? Hmm, I don't think so. I think he's got a lot of debt. A lot of his debt's owed through the Rothschild banking cartel, through Rothschild Inc. from Wilbur Ross in 1989. But is he really a billionaire? I don't think so. I think he and his family have been promised a really big position in the New World Order. That's all he cares about. He's always negotiating for himself and for his family. His sister, Mary Trump, or cousin, or one of his relatives, whatever whatever his relationship is to her, she basically said he has never really felt real love for anybody. He's like a psychopath. It's like a sociopath. All he cares about is promoting his own agenda. Guys, that's not what Christ called us for. He called us to love one another and tell the truth to one another and to promote the Bible and promote Jesus Christ and to promote the Most High God to one another and to love one another. That's what Christians are. I appreciate you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. You guys are absolutely awesome. Keep the faith. Keep focused. I love you guys. Finish it up, Austin. Oh, absolutely. And as we continue to see this line being drawn more and more and more now, I continue to encourage everybody to hold firm on all, on all of your convictions. I've gotten people that I've helped and talked to and emailed and called and personally helped with religious exemptions when it comes to the workplace and stuff. It's so important that you do not comply and you also do not quit or just ignore it. They are very real. They're very, very actively trying to terminate people for this, for noncompliance. But when you drop in the religious exemption and you push back on it, you throw a giant wrench in the gears and all this stuff comes to a screeching halt. You think about it. There's only a small, minute amount of people that put in religious exemptions. If you started having 20, 30, 40% of the workforce start doing that, it would put a squash on this whole thing with OSHA and these mandates they're trying to do. But again, majority of people don't want to rock the boat. Here's the problem. If nobody wants to push back, you have an unjust, unaccounted for, with no oversight, tyrannical government to continue to tell you what you can and can't do. I said this and I said this repeatedly. If this injection was so effective and it works so great – why aren't they mandating it for people to get welfare and to get their WIC and their SNAP and their government subsidies? Why aren't you having to show your proof of vaccination in order to get your monthly stipends and all the money you basically get from the federal government for not working and unemployment and everything else? Why are they not requiring vaccine mandates for people on unemployment? Because hmm? it's for your health, right? It's for safety, right? Well, I mean, people that are on unemployment are still basically getting money. They're still out in society. Why aren't they being vaccine mandated? 
Why is it the only people that are essentially the middle-class, hardworking families that are in the middle of this are the ones that are being mandated? Federal government exempted themselves. Pretty much everybody in Congress, everybody in the administration, the USPS, they're all exempt from it. Okay, <laughs> That's when you have to start asking the question, why are they doing this and am I okay with it? And the answer for me is no, I'm not, and I will not stand silent and pretend that it's okay when it is absolutely not. We've continued to push back as much as we can, and you see – how the state of Florida has responded to this and a lot of the people that live down here, because I've said this before, if you live down in Florida, especially old Florida, now a lot of people are getting really soft down here in a lot of these big city areas, but if you live in old Florida, out in the woods Florida, out in nowhere Florida, you know, out in the, towards the green swamp, go hunting out at Ridgeland, you go out to Kissimmee and all the lakes and the gators and the snakes and you live in all that, you realize real quick that if it is to be, it's up to you. Nobody's coming to save you at that point. And that's what people remember old school Florida about, and that's why we stood our ground because we learned a long time ago the government's never here to save you, and they are never here to come and try and protect you. That is it. The only thing their job is to do is protect your rights. That is it. They do not grant you rights. They do not give you rights. They protect your rights. That is the only job they have, and they're doing a very poor job at that right now. So, again, thank you, my friends for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Thank you for spreading the news and what's really going on in real, real world and not fake news CNN right now. I encourage you, forward our shows. If you can, please at least send out the articles that we post on the website. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. The B-Complex on sale for the last day right now is product of the week. B-Complex on sale for over 10% off right now on the website at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.